1077, Michael and Maddie. It's Tuesday morning, January 30th, 2024. Vice President Dick Cheney's birthday today. He is 83 years old. He's got the same birthday as 50-year-old Christian Bale, who plays Dick Cheney in the movie Vice. I'm Batman. Yeah, he's Batman, too. Happy birthday, Phil Collins. He is 73 years old. Actor Gene Hackman played Lex Luthor in the Superman movies and, of course, starred in the movie Hoosiers. He is 94 years old. 11 years ago, oh, he got the Velcro. Macklemore had the number one song here at Fun 107 with Thrift Shop. And six years ago, Jumop on 107, Michael and Maddie. Got a little bit of snow out there this morning. Not going to really accumulate too much. You see a few snow showers moving through and highs up right around that freezing mark, which is where we are now. Bring in your taste of Hollywood right here to the South Coast. And we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's Entertainment Update on Fun 107. So Elon Musk has been very busy and he's been working on something called Neuralink. And it's a brain chip, okay? Um, It's actually, I'm sorry, it's a Neuralink called telepathy. And it enables control of your phone or computer through almost any device just by thinking. And its original use, so for the first human trial, it involves people who have lost the use of their limbs. So this is a way for people to be able to communicate better that weren't able to do so before. So put in another way, Elon says, imagine if Stephen Hawking could communicate faster than a speed typist or auctioneer. That is the goal. Imagine the joy of connecting with your loved ones, browsing the web, or even playing games using only your thoughts. This is made possible by placing a small, cosmetically invisible implant in a part of your brain that plans movement. The device is designed to interpret your neural activity so you can operate a computer or a smartphone by simply thinking about moving. No wires or physical movement are required. By participating in the PRIME study, you'd be helping to redefine the boundaries of human capability. Ah! This is frightening. Oh my God. And guess what? He has fitted a human for one already. Holy cow. So he said there's now a human being fitted with the neurotech startup's brain chip for the first time. He made the big announcement yesterday saying the early results are looking good. He says the patient, part of the first human test group, received the implant and is recovering well, saying initial results show promising neuron spike detection. Oh, my God. So his company is testing the safety of the implant and the surgical robot that inserts the chip in the brain. Neuralink says it also wants to see how the futuristic tech works in the real world. So right now, it's really geared towards people who have lost the use of their limbs. Which, sound, I mean, that's wonderful that you can wonderful, their, their lives like that. But obviously it wouldn't stop there. It would cascade into everyday life and there's going to be a time in our lifetime where people are literally just thinking and it will work on your phone. It's not good for intrusive thoughts. I'll tell you that much. Well, I was kind of thinking about that. Like, what if you're in a meeting yeah. and your brain, like, <laughs> wanders off into that Ravens game I saw the other night? And, like, you're, you're thinking about that or worse. <laughs> I would and, go with worse. And then and then it's on your phone? 
Well, my guess is obviously it's not complete. Like they're going to have to work through some things. But from what it sounds like, it's more about commands. So you're thinking of. Right. So Siri. Kind of. Open up my calendar. Right. Right. Message, Message mom. Say to mom. Blah, 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 blah. But you're just like thinking it. And That's it- wild. Yeah, kind of. Also, I've, I've thought about this like years ago that at some point music will be stored in something like that in your brain and you won't really have to hear it outside mm-hmm. of your body. It'll be inside of your body. Oh, God. So like <laughs> that could be like, you're, so you're at a club. Yeah. And everybody's dancing to a different song because <laughs> you're listening to something else. Well, have in you their heard of silent discos? Yeah. Those are wild. Yep. They're and, a little and, weird. And, but and now fun. you don't need now you don't need the headphones. <laughs> yeah. Man. So this is uh Would you ever No. I mean you no said way. You, you guys say no, but if somebody asked a person 70, 80 years ago, would you ever have a cell phone in your pocket? They probably would have said I no. Feel like you're handing over the keys to your yeah. brain to somebody know. else. Which I is, accept it, but just not, people, hashtag not my brain. People used to say newspapers were killing society. People used to say things like that. Like, so it's just like, this is the next step, which is this wild. Is, I think this is, you're stepping now outside of a human. Like you're, you're yeah. s- super human. I don't know. I mean, it's just using the brain to its full capacity, which is... Scary. And remember last year when we said when AI first came around and and we were talking about how like we had an expert we we're reading something from them saying that this stuff is going to come fast and furious now over the next few years mm-hmm. this is it yeah like it's starting yeah so his human trials are officially underway and I'm sure he will keep us posted on X James Corden reflecting on his failed attempt to break the ice with. Breaking Battleum, Brian Cranston. He was on the Today show with Hoda and Jenna, and they were playing a little game, Are James and Brian Lions? So James had to tell this little story, and it turns out it was true, and it was all too relatable for the average Joe. My wife and I had gone to, she was my girlfriend at the time, and we'd gone to Los Angeles for the first time in our lives, and we'd spent the entire morning watching season two of Breaking Bad. (laughs) We then decide to leave our room and go for lunch. I go for lunch and who walks in the restaurant? No. But Brian Cranston. To this day, I have never been as starstruck as I was in that moment. I went over, I said, Brian. And then I immediately said, could I have some more coffee? (laughs) That is... Completely, I said, Brian, you don't know me. I'm an actor in the United Kingdom. I've been watching the show this morning. Your performance is incredible. Yeah. And he said, thank you. Can I get a Diet Coke? Uh, how crushing would that be? So funny. Like, and it's so funny because James Corden was kind of a big deal already in the UK. And then he comes to America. And one of the biggest celebrities in America is like, yeah, can I get a black coffee? Like, ooh, talk about a shot to the system. Nothing like that has ever happened to me, but I feel like it would. What, you never bumped into a celebrity? Well, I'm saying you bump into a celebrity and, and they get... just kind of look past you, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, can I get, like, a soda or something? Like, you know, like, ah, oh, that would kill me. Kick to the shin right there. That's what that is. What so would, funny. What would you do? Would you what? go get the coffee? Yeah, pick up yeah. the pieces and, yeah, go in the back room and bring it back out. Or would your ego take over and be like, no, 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 I'm... I'm a really big deal yeah, in like, the UK. I'm big in Europe. And that's when he pats you on the head and says, good yeah. for you. 
<laughs> Guess what? Another Taylor Swift story. Everybody hold on to your seats. A blank space is what you'll get if you search on X or Taylor Swift, the social media site blocking searches of the superstar's name after X was flooded with sexually explicit and abusive deep fake pictures of her. So we talked about this a few days ago, but now X is blocking her on the search engine. So if you try to search her name, uh, it just says something went wrong. Oddly, though, if you search her name using quotation marks, that still works. Okay. Okay. Um, X said in a statement that the search block is temporary as they prioritize safety on this issue. I'm still waiting for the comment of why it was even allowed anyway. Like, how were people, how was AI or whoever posted it allowed to post that? How was it not flagged immediately? Good question. And like, that's the stuff that, that's why people are jumping ship on X because Elon Musk was like, oh, there's no rules over here. Freedom of speech. Do you mean Twitter? I'm not really following. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. So like, you know, he was all about freedom of speech, no rules, say what you want. But that's what happens when you don't set guidelines. Weird stuff. Have you had one of these things come up on your feed yet? No. Oh yeah. I, I did. It was all I'll say is it was with Oscar the Grouch. Oh, was it, it was uh, weird on Twitter or yeah? It was on Twitter. Oh, see, I never, I'm never on Twitter. Yeah, it was weird. X, my whatever. Twitter got hacked. I don't know what was it a few months ago, but I can still like because I have the app on my phone. I can still access it. It's so weird, but I can't change anything. I can't edit it. I have zero control of my Twitter. There are some very disturbing things in there. So whoever has my Twitter is probably going to get me in trouble. And I'm trying to figure it out. I already put a. A, a slip into Elon. I'm sure he's going to get he's right on it. He's putting chips yeah. into people's <laughs> brains. Let him do his thing. More entertainment news on the Fun 107. Yeah. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. So settle something for me, you guys. My wife and I are disagreeing about something. I'm not going to tip off which side I'm on. Okay. If you're getting together with friends, maybe it's with friends you haven't seen in a while, like months at least, right? Mm hmm You want good conversation. Like, that's the biggest thing. Do you want to have that get together at home or at a restaurant? What do you think is more, you know, intimate? Good question. Good question. What would you, so where would you trying, rather get together? Because you're trying to catch up with friends? Trying to catch up with friends, haven't seen them in like months. I'm and why? And why? Why? I mean, I see value in both. I think it, well, my first question is how close are you with these people? Close. Than home. I would say at home. Gazelle? I'm going to go restaurant. Why? You do have I a have a small, feeling it's a restaurant for Michael. Yeah, you have a small <laughs> window where like, oh, the food's here. Okay, all right. Take a break from the conversation. On top of that, you do, you, most likely you're going to be at a bar. So there's drinks. Drinks are flowing. Um, and I do like the idea of there's conversation all around you. So... If there was ever a lull in your conversation, there's never going to be a lull in this conversation. I'll tell you this. I don't. I, I'm. I am not an introvert. I'm an extrovert. So I always want to choose going out. Whereas, oh, maybe, I see. Okay, that, I get that's that. That's my yeah. focus. Now, what about you, so, Maddie? Why do you say? I say at home because you have freedom of. Uh, what's the word here? Like you. There's no time constraints. You can come and go whenever you're ready. Which can be good and bad. Well, that's why my first question was, how close are we with this, these people? Close. Okay, so that gives you free range of when you come and go. 
You can pick whatever you eat. You can bring your own alcohol. You can be way more comfortable because you're going to be in a home setting. You don't have to worry about being too loud. I mean, that's usually a thing I have to worry about, um, at least me and my family. <laughs> and, yeah, I think it's much more relaxed. It's much more um, laid back if it's at a house. But con, you have to prepare food. You have to be a host. You have to be on your game. Where if you go to a restaurant, they take care of all of that. I feel like when you go to a restaurant, though, you're pressured by time constraints. Like, how long can I sit here for right. before they're like, okay. Right. And it's yeah. like if you're in a, like a really good conversation, it's like you feel rushed and then it's like ruined. So, any guesses of where I am with this? Restaurant. Uh-uh. No. Wow. No. Shocking. I, yeah. So, I think that I'm thinking we should have them over to the house. And my wife is like the restaurant because she said, first of all, so she, she recently had some, like a GNO at, at our house. And she said that she felt like People were trying to be too polite and, and like, um, not boisterous. And I'm like, really? Why? Trying to be too polite at the restaurant? At, no, at home. Oh, at home. And, uh, and so she, she, I think she just doesn't want to have to go through the work of getting it ready, which is fine. And I, mean, I get, I totally That's get totally that. fine if that's it. Order out. Get takeout. Yeah. Get takeout. Go to the liquor store. Call it a day. Either way, you're going to spend money. Like, when I have people over... I mean, granted, it could be just where where I am in life. You know, I don't really have a host house, if you will. We have a pretty small townhouse. And so when people come over, you better believe I'm in sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Oh, heck yeah. You know, like I'm not getting yeah. all <laughs> done up for a, a dinner, you know, so. I'm offended. But if I go to a restaurant, now I have to dress up. Now I have to put makeup on, like, you know, so. The, I only, home. the only thing about doing it at home is when you're done. <laughs> so that's what it's really no, about. No, 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 because I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for the home thing. But, like, the only thing is when you're like, oh, my God, I can't anymore with this. You should just go to bed. No, I, I'm serious. I think, I think we need to create a culture where when you're done, you say you're done. Like, all right, guys, I have to I'm exhausted. Right I'm going to bed. I'm so glad you guys came over. And there should be no <laughs> awkwardness about it. I actually did that this weekend. Did you really? Yeah. I had a girlfriend over. We were hanging out at my house and we were having, you know, a few drinks, watching, watching funny movies and that sort of thing. And then I was like, all right, girl, I am so tired. You need to leave right now. But now. that's not how it is. <laughs> Don't be weird about I it. Know. No, that's my only thing, though. Other than that, bring it to the house. I yeah. really want you to just go to bed. Like, <laughs> Where did Mike just, just get one of those signs that says, please leave by eight. <laughs> Maddie and the new Ariana Grande right there. It's called Yes And. And we're talking about when you get together with your friends, you know, maybe you haven't seen some people in a while and you want to have like a nice Really good conversation. It's about the conversation, right? Do you prefer going out and doing that at a restaurant or do you like it at home? So, like, what atmosphere do you like? I see both being very good, but I think it all depends on how close are we with these people. Yeah. <laughs> our number is 508-994-1071. Good morning. What do you think? So, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I think that I agree with your wife. I just think that she's going to want to be the hostess versus enjoying company. 
And why not start off at the restaurant, have a couple of drinks, and then head back to your place to play games or watch a movie and then call it a night? See, that's too many phases for me. <laughs> I, I just You only get the one phase with me, and then that's it. I'm out. So I say go out, because that, <laughs> that way she can enjoy herself, and she can not have to worry about playing hostess, and she can enjoy the conversation and the time that you guys finally get to spend together. Thanks for the call. We appreciate right. it. Thanks. Bye-bye. It is 6.53. 90-second news update now with Phil. Answers in a New Bedford cold case that stretches back 33 years. 20-year-old Brent Davis was fatally shot at a housing project in the city in 1991. The search for the gunman proved fruitless until the case was reopened in 2020. The Bristol County District Attorney's Office says investigators tracked down a relative of a suspect and learned the shooter was Claudio George. The suspect had fled to the Dominican Republic after the shooting, and the DA's office says he was fatally shot in a robbery in 2006. A lot of questions surrounding the financial turmoil Steward Healthcare finds itself in, including what's going to happen to the hospitals it owns across Massachusetts, St. Anne's Hospital in Fall River and Morton Hospital in Taunton among them. Well, Congressman Stephen Lynch says Steward wants to sell four of its hospitals, and none of them are on the South Coast. A deceased North Atlantic right whale was found ashore on the vineyard Monday. The whale was believed to be a juvenile female. A team from the International Fund for Animal Welfare took charge of the scene. The cause of the whale's death is not known, but a rope caught near the tail indicates an entanglement with fishing gear or a collision with a vessel might have occurred. The right whale is considered a critically endangered species, with only about 350 left in the population. Less than 70 of them are breeding females. A petition to remove Donald Trump's name from the primary ballot in Massachusetts has been denied. In his ruling, state Supreme Judicial Court Justice Frank Gaziano did not say why the former president should or should not be disqualified. He said the issue should only be a if Trump becomes the Republican nominee for president. Last week, the State Ballot Law Commission rejected a voter attempt to remove Trump's name from the ballot. And American Airlines is adding flights from Kansas City to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, and they include nods to Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Two flights bound for Sin City from the home of the AFC champions will bear the flight number 1989. That, of course, is a reference to Swift's birth year and the name of one of her most popular albums. A return flight to Kansas City scheduled for the day after the big game is listed as Flight 87. That's the jersey number of Kelsey. United Airlines is also getting in on the Swift-Kelsey fund, naming one of its flights 2287, a reference to one of Swift's song titles and Kelsey's jersey number. In sports, the Boston Celtics beat the New Orleans Pelicans 118-112. Next up, a game with the Indiana Pacers tonight at 7.30. And the Bruins are back following the All-Star break next Tuesday with the Calgary Flames. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Well, it's that time of year again where on social media you're going to start seeing people complaining about their power bills. Again, you're going to see the, the complaints start coming in about Eversource and National Grid. But uh, you know who's not going to be complaining? Are the people who have gone solar because they are relatively unaffected by it. Because... You know, when you, let's say you call Isaacson Solar and they come out and they take a look at your home and they say, you know what? Yes, actually, this is a good match for solar. You've got, you know, your tree line is backed up far enough. You get a lot of sunshine on your rooftop. It's it's going to work. You know, you generate it, you, you will generate enough power that it will make sense. Those people are unaffected by the cost of the power bills that are coming in. So, you know, they can raise the rates all they want on 
national grid or ever source because they raise the rates. You're not using the power. It doesn't matter. So take control of the way you power your home. It's 2024 here. Do you really want to power your home the same way your grandparents did? Isaacson Solar. They're the ones we went with. We talked to a few of them, and then we decided, you know what? Just a really good match with Isaacson. Haven't looked back, and their service is unmatched. I mean, you think that the day that they installed them, that's the end of it, but that's the beginning of that relationship. They make sure that that all of those solar panels are always working and working to capacity. Isaacson Solar in Fall. Kevin, Michael, and Maddie. And if you've ever traveled down to Newport, Rhode Island, and gone to Brenton State Park, Brenton Point, uh, in the woods by there. So that's like that's like towards the kind of where we, we watch the America's Cup out there in the water. But it's like it's a it's a really popular spot for kite kites. Flying. Yes, yeah, super yeah. good. I think they rent them there. Like you can rent the kite. Um, it's because it's a very windy spot. Yeah, it's, oh. it's very it's, windy, and it's like right by the ocean water. It's beautiful. It's, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite spots in Rhode Island. There's not really a, a more relaxing spot. Than yeah, you go there. You bring a chair, set it up. They've even got like food trucks there once in a while. It's a Usually, great place on, yeah. a, on a Sunday. Boom! Such a great place to hang out. So back in our like single days, or you know before we had kids, my wife and I would go down to Newport a lot. Would go and hang out and walk around. It was we got married in Newport. Like this is a place that, especially she really likes. So you know, you go yeah. right. So would go down there and would would spend the day at Brenton Point, Newport, and once in a while would go and would explore these like ruins, ruins that are were stuck like tucked away in the in the woods behind Brenton Point. So I never knew what they were called, but it was like clearly just like a big old castle that was just abandoned for a, a long time. And we'd go and walk around in there and like this, you know, it's all graffitied up and stuff like that. But it was just, you know, just kind of fun to walk around and look at. Well, today, if you've ever been to that place that I'm talking about, you know, you know where I'm talking about. Today, that place gets demolished. It's gone. It's getting knocked down. I don't know why you're so upset about it. It's just nostalgic for me because we'd go and we'd walk around and it was, you know. I get it. Again, it was during our single days. Share a kiss. No kids. Mm -hmm. You realize you were probably just like inhaling asbestos every time you walked in there. (laughs) I mean, there was barely even ceilings. But my question is, how did you get in there? Because it's fenced off. It is. (laughs) All right, you little bad boy. Yeah, it is. You little bad boy. Um. But no, the, like there's a tower there. There's a, there's a bunch of different things. But I'm reading through, and I'm learning a little bit more about this place. It's called the Bells. Apparently, I never knew that. But it was a big mansion. Look at the way it used to look. Mm-hmm. Um, what a waste! Totally. Oh my goodness! It was built um, back in 1876 for a copper magnate named Theodore Davis. And, I mean, what a spot to have a mansion right there overlooking the whole, you know, all the water in Newport. Um, So this guy was named Theodore Davis. He made money with copper. And then after he died in 1915, the Budlong family got the property. And then in 1928, they divorced. And the house was kind of of a focal point for the legal battle between the divorce and it, they both ended up not using it. So it just sat there. And eventually it became 
uh, during World War II, a place to watch, you know, Newport Harbor. And then there was a fire in 1963, and that pretty much did it. And so it's oh. been it's been abandoned since 1963. And uh, apparently, today is, is the day they're going to knock this whole thing down. And I guess, unfortunately, uh, last year, last spring, there was a, a teenager that got hurt in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm not surprised. Yeah. So uh, that was behind the decision to... <laughs> to uh, knock down the bells in Newport. But I, you know, it's hard not to feel a little nostalgic. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, these, you know, <laughs> well, I guess I'm coming from a different place because <laughs> there are so many ruins like this in Rhode Island that I have explored, climbed all over, hung out in. Yeah. You know, Maddie in high school had nowhere to go. Oh, let's go to Jamestown and check out Fort Adams and hang out there and you know, like, this was in my backyard, and it's covered in graffiti. Yeah. Filled with nastiness. You get an emotional over here. <laughs> but, hey, if it's nostalgic for it's you. It's nostalgic for me. I don't know. So, if that was one of your hangout spots, <laughs> it is no longer available. It is 748. Sorry for your loss. 90-second news update. Phil Devitt is in the Charnock Tavern newsroom. A New Bedford cold case has been solved. The Bristol County District Attorney's Office says it knows who shot and killed 20-year-old Brent Davis in the city in 1991. At the time, witnesses identified the gunman as Bobby, but investigators didn't have much else to go on. The office reopened the case in 2020 and tracked down a relative of the suspect. It turned out Bobby's real name was Claudio George. He fled to the Dominican Republic after the shooting and was shot and killed in a robbery 18 years ago. Fall River and Taunton's hospitals appear to be safe from being sold. For now, Congressman Stephen Lynch says four other hospitals operated by Stewart Healthcare up in the Boston area are being eyed for sales. This comes as the company deals with major financial problems. Stewart's hospitals include St. Anne's in Fall River and Morton in Taunton. A Massachusetts man was arrested by federal authorities for allegedly threatening an Attleboro synagogue. 59-year-old John Reardon of Millis is accused of leaving a voicemail full of hateful messages and threats involving the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. The U.S. Attorney's Office calls the allegations deeply disturbing. Elon Musk says the first human to receive a Neuralink cybernetic brain implant is recovering. The company founded by Musk aims to eventually use the implants to control electronic devices and allow people with paralysis to regain motor function. Musk hopes the implants could help people with diseases such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. The tech billionaire posted on X that the implant was put in a human for the first time on Sunday. And the man who stole Dorothy's ruby slippers from a northern Minnesota museum won't spend any time behind bars. 76-year-old Terry John Martin pleaded guilty back in October, admitting that he used a sledgehammer to steal the shoes worn by actress Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz. Martin said he got rid of the slippers after realizing they weren't made of real rubies. He suffers from chronic COPD and is currently in hospice care. Martin was sentenced to time served on Monday and ordered to pay restitution to the museum. In sports, the Celtics are back in the win column after taking down the Pelicans 118-112 at TD Garden. They host the Indiana Pacers tonight at 7.30. The Boston Bruins on the All-Star break back at the Garden a week from today with the Calgary Flames. We'll check traffic and weather next. 
from the Chart Oaks Tavern Newsroom. I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107 Tuesday morning. It is Michael and Maddie, and it's time for Tuesday's Child. And it's a special one this morning. We've got two children for Tuesday's Child today, and they are brothers, Elijah and Jeremiah. And they are in search of a forever family, and they absolutely want to stay together. They love being together. Elijah loves watching movies during his chill time. Jeremiah loves pizza. I'm feeling you, Jeremiah. Uh, Elijah attends an ABA center-based program that provides him the one-on-one support that he needs to thrive. And he's continuing to make progress with the support of an IEP at school. And like his brother, Jeremiah was originally enrolled in a center-based ABA program, but he has recently enrolled in preschool to develop and foster peer relationships. Some good kids here. They really are good kids, and uh, they will be placed in the same... They are in the same foster family with whom they're establishing a strong relationship. So if you have any interest in adopting these two beautiful children, you can go read more about Elijah and Jeremiah up on fun107.com. It's up there published as we speak. And Tuesday's Child is brought to you by Cottage Street Motors, by First Citizens Federal Credit Union, and by South Coast McDonald's. You can read more about Elijah and Jeremiah up on fun107.com right now. 90-second news update now. Phil Devitt in the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom. Answers in a New Bedford cold case that stretches back 33 years. 20-year-old Brent Davis was fatally shot at a housing project in the city in 1991. The search for the gunman proved fruitless until the case was reopened in 2020. The Bristol County District Attorney's Office says investigators tracked down a relative of a suspect and learned the shooter was Claudio George. The suspect had fled to the Dominican Republic after the shooting, and the DA's office says he was fatally shot in a robbery in 2006. A lot of questions surrounding the financial turmoil Steward Healthcare finds itself in, including what's going to happen to the hospitals it owns across Massachusetts, St. Anne's Hospital in Fall River and Morton Hospital in Taunton among them. Well, Congressman Stephen Lynch says Steward wants to sell four of its hospitals, and none of them are on the South Coast. A deceased North Atlantic right whale was found ashore on the vineyard Monday. The whale was believed to be a juvenile female. A team from the International Fund for Animal Welfare took charge of the scene. The cause of the whale's death is not known, but a rope caught near the tail indicates an entanglement with fishing gear or a collision with a vessel might have occurred. The right whale is considered a critically endangered species, with only about 350 left in the population. Less than 70 of them are breeding females. A petition to remove Donald Trump's name from the primary ballot in Massachusetts has been denied. In his ruling, State Supreme Judicial Court Justice Frank Gaziano did not say why the former president should or should not be disqualified. He said the issue should only be a if Trump becomes the Republican nominee for president. Last week, the State Ballot Law Commission rejected a voter attempt to remove Trump's name from the ballot. And American Airlines is adding flights from Kansas City to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, and they include nods to Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Two flights bound for Sin City from the home of the AFC champions will bear the flight number 1989. That, of course, is a reference to Swift's birth year and the name of one of her most popular albums. A return flight to Kansas City scheduled for the day after the big game is listed as Flight 87. That's the jersey number of Kelsey. United Airlines is also getting in on the Swift-Kelsey fund, naming one of its flights 2287, a reference to one of Swift's song titles and Kelsey's jersey number. In sports, the Boston Celtics beat the New Orleans Pelicans 118-112. to 
Next up, a game with the Indiana Pacers tonight at 7.30. And the Bruins are back following the All-Star break next Tuesday with the Calgary Flames. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Bill David for Fun. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. And we are, what, 12 days away from the Super Bowl. So we only have to listen to this Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift stuff for 12 more days. I, you know, I'll start by saying Taylor Swift is the songbird of our generation. I get that. I just can't get behind all the media coverage. I really can't. And do you admit now, like, because I feel like one of the revelations from this week is that it's not her fault. Well, like, to be fair, I never to... thought it was her fault. No, no, no. But I think there are people out there who are like yeah. blaming her yeah. for this. I blame the Swifties that are so ridiculously passionate about this woman. Like, y'all just go to bat for her. Like, I've never seen a team go to bat for somebody. Like, for me, this is what Taylor Swift fans sound like. Well, the Chiefs are going to Super Bowl 58. Five plus eight equals 13. What? 13 is Taylor's favorite number. She is doing all of this. Yeah, well, she has been to a lot of games. Says she's been to 12 so far. Super Bowl will be number 13. Yeah, and on the other side, a crazy comeback by the 49ers. 49. Four plus nine equals 13. <laughs> right. Anyway, the Niners are a good team. They're a one seed. What are the Chiefs? A three seed. One seed. Three seed. 13. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, but isn't she going to be in Japan for the Super Bowl on, like, February 11th? Two, 11. Well, that's the day. Two plus 11 is 13. Uh, okay, but she can't possibly get there in time for the game. A nonstop flight from Tokyo to Vegas. Oh, I think I know where this is going. 13 hours. <laughs> okay, fine. I guess she could make it, but it's not 100%. 100. Oh, boy. 100 minus 13 is 87, which is Taylor's <laughs> boyfriend's jersey number. You're really stretching it here. She is a mastermind. Okay, but not everything is 13 related, right? Like, this game will be Travis Kelsey's 22nd playoff game. Oh, no, I immediately regret saying I don't know about you. I'm feeling 22. Are you going to be doing this for the next, I don't know, how long until the Super Bowl? 13 days. Oh, my God. That's how Taylor Swift fans sound to non-Taylor Swift fans. My brain hurts so bad. Oh, my God. (laughs) Teddy swims and lose control. You guys finally did it. I think we're about three months and... I don't know. What is it? It's three months and nine days into my marriage, and I finally made my first mistake as a husband. Oh, man. Hey, good for you. It took three months. That's pretty good. I I wonder if she would say the same thing (laughs) if it was actually three months, but I don't know. We'll go with it. Could have been before, but this was something where I I stopped. It stopped me in my tracks, and I said, "Uh uh-oh, this isn't good. So now everybody and their mother's on this sourdough trend. Okay, everybody's making sourdough bread. Why? I have no idea. It's probably the TikTok. All right? I didn't realize the process behind making sourdough bread was so vigorous, so... Time-consuming. Time-consuming. Why? I don't know anything about it. I don't really either, but I know that there's something called a sourdough starter, which I believe is the yeast. I mean, if you make bread at home in general, it's a process because if you're creating... And from scratch, like mm. you're creating a science project. You're creating the, like the bacteria, yeast and all the that yeast. Stuff. Yeah. And all, you have to let it rise and you have to let it sit and all that good stuff. Okay. So they say the best place to leave the mason jar that's got the the liquid. The experiment. It, yeah, right? Yeah. Is inside of your oven with just the light on. So the oven's off. But they say there's just enough light to kind of keep that area about 70 degrees I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm not Bill Nye, the sourdough guy. <laughs> <laughs> right? but so 
So it's in there. I get home. My wife had a great workout. She's on her way home from the gym. I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start dinner. I'm surprised her dinner. Try to get it done before she walks in the door. And I had no idea this science experiment was in the oven. I had hit preheat the oven. So now five minutes go by. The oven beeps. And I got chicken in my hand. I'm about to put it in. I open up the oven. I almost dropped the entire tray of chicken when I saw that because I knew instantly. I'm like, I, I just ruined it. I knew it <laughs> to the point where I didn't even think. I just reached in and grabbed oh, this thing. Oh, ouch. Luckily, I didn't touch the, the metal the container. Metal, yeah. the, the glass was still hot, but like it was enough for me to like get out. And I'm like, oh, my God, this thing is... This thing is cooked. It's done. You see this this uh, little band right here, Michael? Rubber band? Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed so that's so you can see how much it's grown. It's supposed to be like small amount per day. Yeah, oh. that went from there to there in five minutes. This thing is like it's kind of like microwaving um, frozen chicken. You know, instead of thawing it out, that's exactly what happened. All right, as a, as a husband of twenty plus years. I'm asking for your advice. Let me tell you this. If my big mistake was that yeah. <laughs> I took initiative to prepare dinner before she got home from work, I don't know if there's a, a crime I could commit that would make her upset about that. True. Like, really? Like, she, I mean, technically, playing devil's advocate here. You could blame her for not telling ah, you. No note. No sticky note. No post. Sticky note would have been helpful. It would have been great. It would have been great. Uh, I can't. See Do the, not touch oven. I can't see the light in the oven just because it, it's it's low. I I'm, I'm a tall man. I don't see down there. Yeah. So again, you preheat the oven. It's not like you look inside, which is actually probably something I should check because a really? lot of times you, you're checking well, to make sure there's no sourdough bread. <laughs> no, not just that. But sometimes pans are put in there. You, you don't want the pans. I don't know. Listen, I digress. All I'm trying to say is, I felt. Horrible. I, in was, that I think your three month streak is still going. To be honest with you, you think so? Yeah, I think it was a mis- It wasn't even. It was it an was accident. An honest mistake. It wasn't even a mistake. It was an accident. It was an yes. It was a little accident. A mistake is don't touch the oven because I'm rising sourdough bread in there. And then you touch the oven, you screwed it up. Yeah. Nobody said anything. True. I but yeah, I think your three months. But streak what is if still she on. did and I didn't hear it? Because a lot of well, things go over my head. Sure. Then <laughs> I mean, is cooked. that what she said? Did she come home and say, "I told you"? So there's a happy ending to all this. She she saw I was visibly upset. <laughs> she she said, "Come here, <laughs> it's most, okay." Most... She gave me a hug. She goes, "I have backup in the fridge." Hold on, <laughs> everybody wins. <laughs> That's hilarious. But like it's, it, I think it's a good thing that if I'm getting upset over little things like that, it's meant to be. Am I right? No. <laughs> what do you mean? Because <laughs> you need to be real things that come along. You got you have to yeah. handle the sourdoughs. Yeah. If, if sourdough has been your biggest issue so far, you're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs>